Everybody, welcome to Late Late Horror Damn, Show. What is going on? Let me refresh this here. I don't know why it ain't doing that. It better. Oh, there we go. Thank oh, God. no, it's all. Oh, no. Down. What's going on? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Late Late Horror Show. I am Dino, and that is Ted Rico. Ted Rico, as usual. He's, uh, he starts to show off yawning. Um, but hey, everybody in the chat, welcome. Connie Clary, Edward Stewart. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, Tom O, Dave Pluffet, uh, The Death Twitch, what is going on? Uh, Vintage Spider, hey, welcome to the chat. Jeff Wads, what's going on? Bubba, uh, everybody is here. James. The place to uh, be. Uh, the place to be. Uh, Ed Stewart says 56 minutes. Uh, release date, March 15, 1956 by MGM. Produced by Nicholas uh, Nafek. Directed by Fred M. Wilcox. Yes, we will get to that for sure. Uh, Brian Kirkham, nice to see you in here. Uh, yes, this is, um, uh, you know, the best thing I got out of this was the monsters and the ID. I can't wait to talk about that the a little id. bit. Right. You said the ID. Yeah, same difference. All right. Identification. <laughs> Whatever. But hey, thanks everybody for uh, showing up. Um, re- really quick here, let me get this out of the way before we get into our long discussion on this movie. Time to pay the bills. <laughs> Here's a, I'd like to thank all our Patreons. Uh, thank you guys for the support. Links are in the description. Uh, We've run out of room. There's no more room for any more names. Oh, this is fine. Um, <laughs> and uh, also would like to thank uh, the channel memberships. There you go. Highlighted in yellow is the level three. Uh, but all, all these people here, uh, I like at the very bottom there. I got Timothy. I got your name down well, there. Why aren't all of you highlighted it's, in it's, yellow? It's, Come on. It's very long. But uh, thank you guys for supporting the show. That's all one name. Um, that's all one name. Damn, dude. <laughs> but um, all the links in the description. It all goes to support the channel. I appreciate it. Uh, let me pop back over here. Uh, Ted is drinking a margarita. In a pink cup that says... This is probably a margarita. Yeah, I'm like... It's it's leftover from the other night when Ted I was drinking it. Sneaking in the booze. And my wife said if I didn't finish it, she was going to dump it out and... Sneaking in the booze. Uh, hey... Uh, can't let that happen. Amy is here. Uh, Callahan, what is going on? Uh, hugs, hugs, hugs. She's been away for a little bit. Uh, Andy S., what's up? Hug, How you hug, doing? Um, keys. Yeah, you know hug, what? Keys, keys. I'm, some people might not like this because Ted's going to have a different view than I am. Um, this is classic sci-fi, man. Let, let me just be real about this. It is. This is okay. Well, te- no, well, okay. It, it is a classic Forbidden Planet, nineteen fifty-six. But you know what? Started out uh, as a cheap. When this all got started, started out with as a cheap B movie, kind of a, a called Fatal Planet. As science fiction movies were pretty much relegated to. Yes, in that in those days, the fifties, sixties, um, and uh, you know. The, I guess they, I think they went over to MGM, I think, right? They kind of talked him into making a serious science fiction film. Oh, yeah. They definitely rewrote you know, it, um, gave it a budget, 
pretty big budget for the year. Like, yeah, well, hell, the robot million? alone cost 165 G's. Yeah, um, and, robot and alone put together by a man who uh, put together washing machines or invented he, he a washing there machine. There was some kind of book that was published with all kinds of. It was very cool. I forgot the name of the book, but there was a book like Captain a futuristic up? kind of book, and he used that to kind of yeah come up with this weird looking. Like if that's the best you can come up with in the twenty second century or whatever twenty third right, century, right? You know, whatever. Eric, uh, the, the, the Twitch <laughs> says he's uh, sadly sober. Um, oh, what? yeah. Get you some margarita. Come on, stat. <laughs> uh, Edward Stewart story: A spacecraft travels to the distant planet. I'll just read Ed's, uh, you know, uh, synopsis here. Uh, distant planet. Uh, Altair to discover the Altair Four fate of a group of scientists uh, sent from decades earlier, which is now has been used in like every science fiction show. Altair Four. Well, hey, this inspired Gene Roddenberry for, and and you see a lot of the effects and things from this movie a in, little bit in the series. Uh, you know, like the Doctor, the Captain. Um, you know, yeah. the, the three kind of. I mean, it stands a reason there'd be a Doctor on this ship. I mean, uh, you know, the the beams. You know the. I don't even know what those beams were for. I, held, I don't know. Maybe held them. Because I backed it up about three times because I thought <laughs> I missed something about what the hell these beams were for. Mm-hmm. I think it was just to keep them stable while they're coming yeah. out of hyperspace. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, they don't have to do that on Star Trek, man. They, you know, they ease out. Well, I, you know, it's a little. But evidently, in, in this Forbidden was 19... Planet, you're bouncing all. Ted, around. This was 1956, so come on, you know. Okay. Uh, Unless there weren't any <laughs> smart people in 1956. Oh my god. <laughs> But <laughs> when you got to, and, and let me, uh, Irving Block, uh, wrote, oh, yeah, Irving Block. Wrote, wrote the story of it. Well, the story has, a, this is, there's a, a good story. There's a lot of deep, uh, significant things uh, in this movie. Like, there's a little bit. Godlike complex, the colonization of worlds, Adam and Eve. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I don't huh? know about the whole Adam and Eve thing. There's a dad and daughter. All right, uh, and well, yeah, how's that going to work? Let's let's talk about uh, Anne Francis was uh, Altera, uh, Morbius. Altera, uh, Morbius's daughter. Um, Morbius. She was. This was the first time a mini skirt, a mini dress, kind of was in, in a feature film like this. That's right. I didn't and, have a problem with that. No, I didn't at all. And no. kind of spawned nice gams. Spawned nice gams <laughs> on you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> kind of spurred on the the whole miniskirt nice thing. Gam, I think in Shay. the '60s. <laughs> Um, Johnny Johnson, what is going on, bud? Uh, Max is here. Hey, what's going on? Max. Uh, th- th- thanks for all showing up. And, and, and after the show, we got some CBS Mystery Theater all night long. Yeah, we got the going after for, party. Going for 12 hours, so there you go. Who's got tickets um, to the after party? The faux 20 after, after the party. The after party. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got a lot of cool things, you know. There uh, are a lot of cool things in this yeah, movie. The, the ship. The, 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 the ship is cool. Is, is, is C-57D. Yes. What, what, what a lousy name for a ship. I know. I, you know, I mean. The, 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 the score is interesting. Yes, it was. First electronic score. I, I forget the, the Never two. Never to be repeated again until Tron. Those two were discovered <laughs> who did the score in, in Greenwich Village. Uh-huh. And, um. Ended up doing a score for this movie. Uh, uh, right. Really dug their sound and really did do a good job on the effects. Just eerie, like eerie sounds. But it, for it some reason, they, they added to the you know the, the scary parts a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. Kind of, kind of put the, Quintus. 
What is up, my friend? Uh, good evening to you all. Yes, good, good evening. evening. Good evening to you. And we, hey, me and Ted are going to do Ed Wood next week. Yes. We're going to have fun talking about Bella. The Ed, Ed Wood, Wood movie, yes. A uh, lot less of Johnny Depp, but, you know, hey, whatever. Hey, he did a good job in the movie, you know? Yeah, he did. He did. You know? I like when he wore the bra. That's right. Um, I like to wear women's clothing. I like to wear women's clothing. You know, it's 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 current. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, uh, that should be the movie that's paraded around now. Yeah. Oh, and and <laughs> the Krell. The Krell. I mean, I like that toothpaste. And or is it the shampoo? That's the shampoo. Krell conditioner. Krell conditioner. Yeah, I like that shampoo. I think you're talking Prell. Oh, Prell conditioner. <laughs> Sorry, wrong concept. <laughs> Sailor, what's up, Sailor Sam? Uh, let's see you guys here. Um, yeah, me and Ted just going on talking about Forbidden Planet. You know, I am a big lover of the old sci-fi fantasy movies, uh, mm. especially these. I like the even, well, I love Forbidden Planet. This is fantastic. But a lot of the, even the, the cheesier earlier ones mm -hmm. kind of that are just really where the rocket ship goes. They're terrible. They're fantastic. I love it. Ted, Ted, not so much. I loved him as a kid. Not so much. But then I would go back, when I started collecting movies, Yeah, I collected all the movies that I loved as a kid. And I yeah. got, and I would watch a lot of these. Me and my dad would watch them just like, that kind of stunk. Can't believe you didn't get into these. I, I, Everything else we get into, and you just yeah. this some things stuck you. with me, and some things didn't. These yeah. things, you know, stuff like watching Tarantula or them, or, or uh, yeah. what, what you know, Day the Earth Stood Still, and, and all that. Black yeah. Hole Manor, what is going on? I got to show some uh, pictures of. Uh, uh, he, he sent me some pictures of the T-shirts he has, uh, the OG ones, uh, and let me tell you, nice scenic. Oh my God, he's got nobody a mile from him. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. But cool. I'll, I'll show that in a future video uh, for sure. Let's see. Jimmy D, what is up, my friend? What is going on? Two plates on top of each other on string. <laughs> Boom, spaceships. <laughs> hey, it worked. <laughs> Paint them silver. Hey, who could there, tell? It's a wrap. They could have saved a lot of, move, a hey, lot of money in this movie here if they'd done that. Let's wait till next week. Yeah, we're going to have a lot to talk about next that's week. Right. Have fun with that. That's but, one of my favorites. I love that movie. But, you know, hey, and the set of this movie was done on the Munchkin Village from The Wizard of, of it, Oz. Some of it was, yes. Yeah. That, I, that I colorful like the palette. The matte paintings are beautiful. Yes, they are. There's so much that I do like about this. Right? I even like the story. What I was telling Dino is just some of this acting, this stiff 50s acting, <sighs> and it's yeah, it's 50s. It's very sexist. I mean, even more so. Than, I like. I, I. I think people would watch go this. On. I think people would put this on the problematic film list. Go on, go on. <laughs> you know what I mean? With with, with uh, Altera. I love when. Yeah. Well, when the robot shows up. I, at first, I like how the cook on the ship. Yeah. Is dressed like he's got the white apron. And, and what's his? <laughs> he was on a lot of different. Yeah, he's got a white apron. Like I mean, like he's in the navy. Like he's in the navy. This is the 23rd century. It's navy. Huh? <laughs> this is what you're wearing. That's funny that he's wearing a white you apron know. like that. But hey. Even in space, if you're on a ship, and they're you still make using sure names like Jerry and 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 you know, Steve in the 23rd century. Well, what do you want to mean? I don't know. Bob, Frank. You had well, okay. You had to Louis. think a little. Oh. No, you know, I, I know. A little further. But yeah, when, I get. By the just... end of the 21st century, we landed on the moon. <laughs> uh, buddy, we did it like 12 years later from when this movie came out. Incredibly <laughs> strange Ed Wood documentaries. Uh, Amy's got a link too. There mm -hmm. you go. Um, I've seen some. But yeah, t Ted, go on with the sexist uh, part of this. Well, I, I, I like get when it. the robot shows up. Yeah. 
And and the, immediately the cook asks if it's male or female, even though it clearly has a male voice and his name is Robbie. But I mean, he's just yeah. like looking for a hole to plug it in. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's he a, don't even care. It's a ship full of <laughs> it's a ship full of I don't know how Not many horny men. guys that haven't seen a woman in three hundred and seventy eight days. Yeah, yeah. And evidently, you know, well, when Altair comes around in her that's mini, actually very uncomfortable. Mini you got dress. three guys. Licking their chops over, and well, and she immediately says, "Though, oh, what incredible specimens!" Right, you know, especially the two on the end, and and, and they're all like, you know, well, you know, there's a lot of us on that ship, and this is the you know, the view looks pretty good from here, right in front of her father. I know. If I if that was someone talking about my daughter, well, they'd have my hands around. Yeah, their throat. M- Morbius was it's horrible. It's it's very conflicting with his character because he's got kind of this godlike complex, but yeah, yet, but yet he's not evil. You know, um, and and he's got this daughter who is the only other person he really cares about right. on this planet, and he just doesn't seem to be. He's like in his own world, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, oh, and then when know. when the other guy, what was his name, Jerry? Yeah, you know, he's basically. I, I better teach her how to kiss. You oh. know, I mean, he's basically forcing himself on her. And, oh yeah. You know, hey, are you giving me the cold shoulder? Like. She doesn't if know Commander, what he's doing. If Commander Adams didn't come. Leslie Nielsen. Oh, he even he, says, if he you know, the way she's dressed. Why, it would have served you right if he had, you know. I mean, taken him. <laughs> yeah. Very, yeah. This is very 23rd century progressive thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, not, not. Like, the, I know Kirk banged his way across the universe. Yeah. But, Captain I mean, Kirk, I don't know. He just seemed to be a little bit more in tune with things than. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it just—it was just uh, some of it. At least in the beginning. Yeah, and and really, after those parts are done, then it's a pretty good movie. After that, but um, yeah, it gets um, the whole whole movie was you know it gets very macho. You know, evidently the twenty third century is very safe for white people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh my, it's terrible. It's a terrible movie. Edward Stewart. <laughs> R- Robbie was more than just a mechanical uh, tin. Cha- uh, change displays a pers- personality. Is a integral supporting character. Yeah, no, Robbie the robot. And I that's mean, something interesting because he's the first robot character to do that. And I can see how that would have had an influence, you know, say on Star Wars. Or even... Oh, a lot um, of different, yeah. My favorite robot is from the from a book actually, Hitchhiker's Guy of the Galaxy, Marvin. Yeah. Okay. Marvin the Depressed Robot. <laughs> the Depressed. And and I much prefer the version in the uh, miniseries is than that, the movie. Is that anything like Bender from Futurama? <laughs> uh, Bender, but just depressed. Yeah, depressed. You know, like Marvin would walk. Bender had his if moments. If you've never read the books, he'd you know Marvin would walk around and you know he's me, brain the size of a planet. Marvin, pick up that piece of paper. or like one there's one point in a book where they have to leave him behind and he's there for like thousands of years yeah yeah you're like well the first thousand years were pretty bad (laughs) you know he's he's just a legitimately manic depressive robot (laughs) yeah take on uh but the miniseries is better but alan rickman did do a good job of him in the movie as well but yeah um the movie just didn't capture the the book right like the miniseries did yeah, no. So I, you know, Marvin's my favorite. We could do a list of our favorite robots. Well, know. heck, well, I mean, or, or the Lost in Space robot, of course. We, you know, you, of course, yeah. You yeah. know, I, I think mean, the same people probably made it. Yeah. You know, although I like the Lost in Space robot better. Well, and he appeared on a lot of different 
shows. I well, mean, God, Gremlins, the one Gremlins, that, yeah. And he even uses some of the same dialogue yes. from Forbidden Planet, like right. I rarely use it myself. It promotes rust, or you hear him saying Gremlins. I think you know, would sixty gallons be enough? The Uber Trekkie. Yes. Hey, welcome to the chat, bud. Oh, excellent, yeah. excellent. Um, yeah, no, he's uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But I like how he can synthesize them. anything. I don't know what he's using. For raw material to synthesize, like he can make ten tons of iron plating, but what are you making it out of? I don't think from himself, but I think he's got a like. They didn't show. No, I any, thought it. Yeah, they never. I, show, I think he I makes think, it himself. It comes how, out how, of how him. How can he? I don't know. That's no. why they didn't show it. Because they no, couldn't show it. Because later on, when he's talking to Altera, what do you think he's like with test tubes? You know, listen. Later on, when he's talking to Altera and she wants him to make that dress, he says, we have so many diamonds at hand. At hand? Yeah, so Maybe that he means... he made them before. No, I, I think there's a, a, a back uh, junkyard to this nice palatial estate. They didn't that, make it clear. That he's got, you know, material that he can make all this stuff out of. I guess your idea is as valid as mine. But, I mean, they pour it in him. Why do they have to pour it in him? Like the booze. The 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 cook is an alcoholic. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> he's a raging alcoholic. Yes, he And is. he's got his bottle of Tennessee rye, whatever. <laughs> and he wants the rum. He sneaks out of the perimeter when they set up this perimeter because they've been invaded by this invisible force. Qu I'm going to presume you guys have seen this. Yeah. And Qu Qu Quintus says uh, uh, Marvin the Melancholy Robot. <laughs> yes, yes. That is my favorite robot. That, yeah. That's almost how I feel. A super intelligent robot would feel eventually. Yeah. Like, my God, I'm so smart, and they ask me to, you know, <laughs> clean up and pick up paper. I'm and, not a freaking Because that's what he maid. says. Like, me, brain the size of a planet. Pick up that piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. You've never you've never read it or seen the miniseries? I didn't. Oh, you've got to. I, I think I think I it's on Amazon. It. Okay. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. And it's very British. Very British. I should love that then. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Oh, it's fantastic. Then don't don't watch the movie. But yeah, what did I did I interrupt you saying something? I don't think so. Well, I was talking about the cook, you know, and he takes the bottle and he pours the last swig in him. And remember how mad he gets? <laughs> My last swig. Oh, <laughs> Why I oughta? <laughs> and he's like, you know, will sixty gallons be enough? But I can't remember who he was. He was on other. Who that guy? Yeah, he was on other. Oh gosh! Except for Commander Drebin, Shows I don't really remember anybody else in this movie. Recognized him? What Walter Pigeon, Doctor Morbius? I mean, what else was he in that I would? Oh you know, God, a ton of movies from the forties and fifties. Probably stuff I've seen, yeah. but maybe I just oh, yeah. don't know him well enough. Freddie Miranda, what's going on? Welcome, welcome, um, Regina. Nice to see you. Love the cook. He got permission to go through the barrier. Right, who lets him? Yeah. They've been attacked. There's yeah, some you can invisible go through creature. the barrier. Sure, go through the barrier. There's a, there's an invisible like, monster. Oh, out and he there. says, you know, I thought the guys might like if uh, you know I go find some wild mushrooms or something. You don't know if that shit's poison. He said radish. Ra oh, radishes. I'm sorry. Yes. You're yeah. Right. Vegetables. How do you know you planet? couldn't even eat anything on this planet? I don't know. Man. I mean, they're not taking very good precautions in this film. No, they're not. You know. No, this is not. Well, a, I mean, and then all you know, everything they do to like, like if this was Star Trek, they'd all be in red shirts, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're all gonna die. You're all idiots. You're all gonna die. Yeah, no. This hey, is in Star like, Trek, you never saw a cook because everything was synthesized in those, uh, you know, by super yeah super powered computers. 
They were exactly. probably depressed. <laughs> oh, brain the size of a planet. Well, it was the Here's ship's computers that made made the food for the people yes. on, on Star Trek. But um, no, th- this was kind of. I mean, you know. Th- we didn't even get to the basic plot of the story. Was I mean they're well, going? I think there. someone posted it. Yeah. Oh, Ed. Yeah, Ed. <laughs> let everybody know. Basically, but. it's a it's a, a relief I mean, mission to another planet, uh, where the, another crew had landed and they hadn't heard from them in how many years? Ten years? Twenty years? Twenty years? I think twenty years. Yeah. And evidently, we have been able to fly at light speed for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the twenty third century. They're still using these weird microphones. Their, oh, come their on. Their communicators still have wires attached to them. Come on. It's 1956. <laughs> you know? Oh, can I see a scanner? <laughs> Ted, don't get the whole 50s sci-fi. I mean, thing. they don't have phasers. They have these really lame guns. You know, you, Dave Lufay says you never see them go to the bathroom either. You, well. Well, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, Lord <laughs> of the Rings, you never see anybody go to the bathroom either. Yeah, yeah. I mean. But good no, point. There, you never there, see there. the bathroom on the Millennium Falcon. The, the actress. I'd hate to see it after Chewie goes. Oh my god! Imagine all that hair. Ooh, Chewie! <laughs> oh, Chewie! You know, uh, let's see. The actress who portrayed uh, Altera was on the first female TV detective. Uh, really? Francis Regina was? says, "Okay." Uh, hey, this was Frank Drebin's first movie too. Frank, was this his first movie? This is his first movie. Oh, wait a second. He did another sci-fi sci-fi movie. movie. Maybe, well, no, check them out. Well, yeah, I'm trying it's, to check I them out. I thought I well, read go, it. Go, yeah, go on, keep, keep What talking. else do I have to talk about? What? You're done with the movie I'm already. I'm done with the movie. <laughs> Ted didn't care for this. So, well. okay, they land on Man, this planet, he, he did but it. they're warned by the what they're going to find is the sole survivor yeah. and his daughter not to land on this planet. We don't need any help. We're fine. Yeah. But, of course, we have to land there and uh, do he was, our... He, he did suspense TV series. Well, I said movie. And no, was, Tales of Tomorrow. Was this his first movie? And Lights Out TV series. Man, it's, a, it's amazing how many of those old-time radio shows had a short-lived TV series. Oh, too. really? Yeah. CBS Television Workshop. The Philco Television Playhouse. Man, but where's that movie? I'm trying to find it. Go ahead. Oh. Um, I, I could have sworn there was another... Like, The Planet... Uh, Jeez, the planet it? of women. Uh, I guess I'm. Yeah, I'm wrong. Thriller TV series. Thriller. He was in Naked City, a great noir. I'm always naked in the city. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez, what a terrible thought. But um. Why? Uh, but yeah, no. It, this. You think I don't have feelings? You got feelings. So they land on this planet. Yeah. They meet up with the, with well, you know with Doctor Morbius. Well, they meet Robbie. First. I love the inner workings of the planet itself. When they get into Morbius's house, oh, yeah. When God. they finally get into his little study area, right? And and is are you talking about the Krell? Yeah. Thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you know Morbius find you know tells the two like the commander. So what do you do? Find this stuff and then build his house right on top of it or something? I, I guess so. Okay. Or the, or the house was... No, the house couldn't have been there. I don't think so. Because he said everything from yeah. the Krell civilization was gone. Right, right. Except for what he found underneath. Which and evidently was, these were, you know, highly advanced alien race, you know, a million years ahead of us that yeah. were basically at a point where they've conquered more, you know, death. And they were about to like, basically just like create the means of... of Creating life without any kind of computers and instruments, 
And their only problem was they forgot their basic... Their, their mind. The id. The, the that id. They also, like us, evolved from lower forms. And I don't want the, to get into the, lower the whole thing. Li- yeah, the lower life That's form the of, our, of our right? brain. And unfortunately, as advanced as and they were... And in there, there are monsters They still and had nightmares. that little bit of reptilian goo in the back of their brain. Yes. And... It manifested itself with whatever technology there is. Well, they would, again, they don't really explain it very well. Well, I mean, I, I think it's the nightmares of the the monsters of the nightmares that you would have mm-hmm. manifest themselves on this planet to destroy everyone. Everything, I mean, every, every yes. living being. I mean, you know, it's it's that's what there's so such deep meaning in here. I I read some stuff. I listened to some stuff and. If you really go uh, take a deep dive into the writing and, and what they were trying to get across in a lot of this stuff, it's really very they interesting. They used a little bit of Freud in there. Oh, yeah. They used uh, a little know, bit of Freud uh, in there. There's some Shakespeare in there. There's a, there's a whole v- lot that's of... That's very light, by yeah, the way. Because yeah, yeah. I've read The Tempest. That's very light. Uh, it, 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 <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, touching on a, a lot of different things. But the, going into the deep, dark crevice of your brain and just manifesting a... Like they do in this movie mm-hmm. to attack these people who came, you know, and that's what happened saucer, to yeah. the, this group of, of uh, settlers, colonizers, whatever, that came to this world twenty years ago. You know, he says uh, Morbius says that you know me, my wife, and my daughter were the only ones that were immune to it. Everybody else succumbed to this invisible force, and he buried them all. Yes, come to find before movies end that it's him, it's Doctor Morbius's id. That is being manifested and 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 causing all this, yeah. you know. It's it's and even if you look at the little monster, because there's the part when they make that perimeter fence, oh. and there's the cool part where the the creature is in there, and you can kind of see him. And, and some the Disney animators the, did that. Yeah. He's even got a little goatee. Oh yeah, yeah, it's got a little goatee to try to give you that little hint that. And it that's is supposed Morbius. to be the Krell kind of. No, that's Morbius. That, that it was that was Morbius's yeah. id. Yeah. That was causing all this trouble. Oh no! In right. This film. Oh right! 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 Yeah. And, you know. Oh, but we got to talk about the 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 plastic educator. Remember oh, when he God, takes him yeah. in the when he's taking Doc and and Drebin, Commander Drebin, Drebin <laughs> into the <laughs> Commander Adams into the the Krell infrastructure. Which, I, I gotta stop you for a second. Oh yeah, let's. What's Re- going on? Re- Regina says San Francisco. Uh, she thinks nudity al fresco is still legal. That's see. Uh, I'm that going to nice. San Fran. I'm head out there myself. Take it off. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think that's fantastic. <laughs> Brian, uh, it's always the people who shouldn't get naked like me that get naked. <laughs> Brian Kirkham says, I, "I mean, you don't see his face, and he he can go to the bathroom in the suit." <laughs> um, the movie fits the nightmare of the nuclear age. Yes, Devane. Hey, what's going on, Devane? Thanks for stopping by. Uh, Edward Stewart says, "Wasn't there an episode of Lost in Space where Robbie and B nine?" Uh, fought each other. Yes, there was. Yes, was there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a huge. Lo- I mean, I watched Lost in Space. Yep. But, I mean, even I wondered why they didn't just kill Doctor Smith. I mean, but I mean, the, you know, but, but there's the, only but a few life forms. You know, you know human th- beings. those episodes were the ones I liked the best. The ones that focus on Doctor Smith and Will and the robot yeah. going off on something. Like, why did he always hang around with that kid? That, Nobody thought that was creepy. There was only a few people on the planet, oh, and like, you know, you stay away from that, Doctor Smith. <laughs> Have you watched the Netflix show Lost in Space? Is it any good? 
I haven't watched it. Anybody watched it? I haven't watched it. The that's that's a little older now though, right? You're well, talking about a few years old. Yeah, yeah, whichever. Well, but I'm not a you know. But I like when just, they, I'm just not a huge fan of that type. I really of enjoyed fiction. when they get deep into the planet where where the Krell built that. Some runs people think itself. that looks like the Borg cube in there. I was reading a little like, bit. I wonder if they got some of those designs from there. But I like how he says it maintains itself. It it it. You know, for 200 million years or something well, like that. However they did it, the, the energy, yeah. Basically, it was built to where it'll last almost to infinity. Almost. Yeah, it, it, it takes care of itself. And I like how he's real tiny dots on the little beam, you know, and, and mm -hmm. you see everything going up. He goes 20 miles that way, 20 mm -hmm. miles that way. I mean, like I, 50 miles down. and I was just, well, he said like 7,800 levels or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm like going, man, I would love to just... Walk about that area. 20 years probably isn't enough time to explore that whole thing. Hell no. No? Can you imagine exploring it? No no wonder partially he wanted that place for himself. No. So what he has done is Dr. there's... Smith! Inside, Danger, Robinson! <laughs> danger, danger. Mm. In, um, in this room yeah. where he's showing them the, the energy and, and all that, you know, and they're all marveling about how much, you know, the energy being used to run all this and, and yeah. you know, what we could use it for. And, and how they can tell what power there yeah. is by lights blinking is beyond me either but yeah, anyways no well he has slowly deciphered things over 20 years but the way he's been able to decipher things if you remember yeah is he stuck his head in the educator the educator yeah which uh <laughs> the first person he said tried it died yeah but evidently he was able to tolerate it well i and put him out for a day and a night and they all start to brag about their iqs and he's like but it has doubled my intellect and then the doctor tries it. Well, my IQ is 162, and it barely went up. And he's like, don't feel bad. He's like, you know, Captain, don't be disappointed. Like, already telling him that he's stupid. And can I tell you, <laughs> after all of that, and, and, and Dr. Morbius being, you know, his IQ 189, he's, he's, he's got the educator, he can use it. Um, who was the one who figured everything out at the end? The dumb Captain Drebin. <laughs> Commander Adams. He figures it all out. Well, the doc kind Before of, Dr. Morbius. By the but, end, they decide that, you know, when, when they know that it's Dr. Morbius and, and you know, they're going to have to stop him. Yeah. They're, you know, he and the doc are talking. Nathan Rita, what's up? One of us is going to have to put our heads in Doug. the educator. You know, we're going to yeah. have to do that we, we to, 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 to stop him. Yeah, yeah. And so when they get to the house, and, 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 the Kevin's like, all right, I'm going to be the one to put my head in. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that's going to get smart. But and it, you know, but then he gets sidetracked by the piece of tail, and um, by Alatera, and, and the doctor just bolts. I mean, like a bat out of hell to that yeah. educator. Well, Alatera was uh, swimming. I don't know if that's the scene. Or where no, she was swimming, that's but, late. But boy, did she just late. turn into a love machine in like no time flat. Well, she you figured know, out when the guy was the kissing her. She's just in. like, yeah, whatever. I don't. There must be something wrong with me. This isn't titillating me at all. Goes to show that you can't force yourself because she ain't going to feel anything well, or love you. Because of because of the, but Commander the powers Adams, of Drebin. who cared, you know, he really That's cared right. for her. Brung those emotions out. And she, like, she oh, darling! Oh, darling! <laughs> and and again, yeah, she fell in love that quick. That she's, quick. She's ready to leave the planet with them a, and go to she's Earth. She's just a, a a dame that can't take care of herself. She's a dame, yeah. Yeah, these dames. <laughs> so with gams. When the when the when the doc zaps his brain, Brian you know, Anderson. He. I, oh, go ahead. Please, I studied this movie in high school sci-fi class in 1979. 
Very cool, Brian. Dang. Uh, I'm sorry, Byron Anderson. Yep. Don't got my... And again, uh, back in, in... Glasses on. You know. As usual. In that time... Yeah. You know, this was, you know, still considered one of the best... You know, for, probably until 2001, it was probably considered the best science fiction movie. Until 2001 Space Odyssey came out. I don't think any science fiction film can top 2001 A Space Odyssey. I don't think any science fiction film ever will. The only one that I've seen that well. interested me and came close is... If you've seen that really, really short time travel movie called Primer, which is... You have to watch it a bunch of times. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Primer? I have Primer. It. It's an amazing time travel movie. Look how many M&Ms is um, left. If, you, if you can try to see it, see it. But it's really complex. and yeah. But it makes sense. Well, well thank you and, for the uh, information. I mean, it's like, okay, you know, like if you've got a time machine yeah. and you can go back in time... What if you take another time machine with you, let's say like a collapsible one, put it in the time machine, you yeah. can go back a day, and then you use that time machine, go back another day, and because right. you can, in the, in the premise of the way I think is you can only go back a day. Okay. All right. That's not nice. No. Byron Anderson, we talked about that at the beginning. Um, he, he's surprised by all the symbolism in this classic. So yeah, it touched on a lot of things, you know, godlike complex, the colonization of planets and... and, and you know, mm-hmm. even here on Earth with Christopher, well, whoever, well, you know, whoever discovered whatever. But they it, they know. showed that science fiction could be taken History seriously. History is being changed in front of our eyes. It was all, but, you know, science fictions were, were, were B films, crappy films, cheap films for the they, kids. And, they, and then this was made. They wanted to up it a little bit. You know, that it could be art. You know, yeah. even though I do find some of the acting and, and material in the film a little dated. And well, a little cringeworthy. You know. I still oh. think that there's great effects, great soundtrack, great story. Yeah. You know, there's more good things than bad things. It's just, it's just the age that this movie comes from that kind of, <laughs> you know, I can't, I don't settle down and watch these kinds of movies. Yeah, I m and m myself to death the other day, man. Well, uh, was uh, it full and you ate that many? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. You ate them by the handful? Uh, well, I, I ate three at a time. Mm-hmm. And slowly they melt. In my mouth, and then you know, on to three more. But one day, you know, like it's an hour went by, I'm still doing it, and I'm just like, oh, you know what, I'm starting to, you know, feel that. Can't but, eat, well, you know, yeah, Ed, you know, you can't eat three pounds M and M's. And Amy puts the primer trailer in, in the uh, chat. Okay. Thank you very much. Very, um, very good science fiction. Now, his, now the guy who made this film, yeah, he made an, a follow up film, which is even a little bit more confusing, uh, called. Uh, what was it? What was it called, guys? Uh, color of something. Color. Uh, co- Upstream color. Upstream color. Right now, for some reason, I think this guy's sort of fallen out of favor. I think he's, I don't know, whatever all these cancel people do. I don't know. Maybe you know, stepped yeah. on a ant or something. Okay, I got you. But Go ahead. Um, continue. But Primer is just a really good example of a good science fiction film. Okay. Um, and well, I'll check it out. You know, I, I just don't. You know, these fifties ones don't grab me as much. They're just oh, they a little grab bit me one hundred percent. I mean, uh, Ted, see this. You know, there's this, nothing wrong with it. Like I'm sitting here saying, there's nothing wrong with it except for this is a the perfect, few things I pointed out. This is a perfect example of what me and you, mm-hmm. which is we we go off of each other. Perfect. Um, you know, he likes certain things. I like certain things. But this is a perfect example of what. 
uh, how different things affect different people. Mm-hmm. You know how people have comfort films that yeah. that are trash. You know, and you like go oh, how and how, this how, isn't trash how, by how, any means. No, no, but but like these movies for me, I I love this the bad acting in some of these. N- not this one, but even though Ted says you know, I I, I understand I understand the dated part. Okay. Forbidden Planet can be dated in certain parts. Like but it's I, I would think, you know, the 23rd century, we should be a little bit more involved in this. You know, this I think Gene Roddenberry was a little bit more of a visionary even in the, that effect. Even the tractor that they're riding around in there looks like a 1950s dump truck, kind of. Or, or, or tow truck. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. But um, the things that I like about these films, and I'm sure a lot of other people do too, uh, are, are like the cheesiness of the time like like the scientific explanations of oh, yeah. of how they travel the in space and, the techno babble which even star trek's uh, guilty of that too oh yeah not as bad especially next gen but well uh, well star trek's kind of you know but i mean it's just great it's, it, with that it, it stuff. is amazing but anyway, how the but oh i'm sorry well no I, yeah i mean i was making a point where you know like stuff like that like like your hammer you know there's hammers Top where i shelf. go where, where there it's top are shelf. There are some though where I go. This was boring as hell. Not as not any of the ones that I've shown you. And the, well, there was a couple. Not a one. There Can't a name couple. one. Can't but, name um, one. But that is in your <laughs> wheelhouse. That is your. Those are your comfort films, right? Those are something you can put in and you just you feel every good. Week. You, yeah. I watch a Hammer movie at least every so, week. So. You know, there's something about these old 50s films, and I wish I could throw off some names of, uh, you know, like Planet X, I think. Oh, is one invaders of from Mars. You know, the classic ones. Yeah, invasion the, of the Body Snatchers. Anything. Oh, a great one is Planet of the Vampires. Right. And we did a, we did, a commentary. Well, that's, a, that's a 60s, and I mean, it was it was okay. That was a little bit more intriguing and more of a, a horror kind of right. uh, But again, film. it's a horror you know, sci-fi. The like, Planet of Vampires is a fantastic movie. There's some good things in it, but yeah, yeah. There's some great ideas in it, but then sometimes um, the execution. Uh, let's see. Black House says, "What is the best original peanut peanut butter or new fudge brownie M M&M? I tried the new fudge brownie M and M's uh, Black Hall, and they're not all they're cracked up to be. No, some of the flavors that they give these M and M's, some of them are okay. Some of them hold up to the flavor. Classic peanut M and M's. But I you love brownie. Wrong. I got brownie batter upstairs. I'm going to eat it tonight when we do the old time radio shows. The <laughs> batter my, you can eat. I'm going to eat it with my goddamn hands like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Spoon and batter. Um, uh, did I miss anything else? Let's see. Let me just real, catch up real quick. Uh, what about almond? They're going on about M and M's. Really, we're all on about M and M's. We're talking <laughs> that part deep of sci-fi. the charm of the show. Uh, shows of the time, exactly, Ed. That is the charm. It's a different time. But then, period. how about the '60s? It's, okay, it's a you, time you had capsule. this in the '60s. Yet, I feel like Star Trek transcended a lot of that. Yeah, you know, Star Trek wasn't as I don't want to say silly, but some of this is silly, and Star Trek. Like I said, even though Kirk banged his way across the universe, it was just done way more less sexist than this. And, you know, 
Is that it, the it, only thing bothering you about the film? I mean, that, that stuff was just so cringeworthy to me. Like I said, I'm just like, oh god, because they say it's the 23rd century. Well, no, when it's they, like when no, they no really one's got philosophical to... at all, or no, that that you know, part was cringeworthy. I I do agree. When 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 the three guys were coming at like uh, they all Altera, basically want to gang rape that the girl. Was, that was <laughs> that was terrible. That I get what you were saying with that. One hundred percent. But then, like I said, after but, the, those but it parts was nineteen fifty six. It's it's because gang raping was all no, right in nineteen fifty six. Oh God. They, okay, let's see. Um, no, I know. Nice Dino, the time. Excellent I know. film, Planet of the Vampire. Yes, yes, it was. Fantastic. We did a show on it. It's way, way back. Way Brian, back. Brian Kirkham says my wife loves the fudge brownie ones. <laughs> Uh, almond or peanut here. Okay. Yeah, they're still going My on. wife only likes Reese Pieces. Planet of the Empire's trailer uh, <clears throat> Amy put up. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. That is fantastic. We did a full commentary on That's it. That's a different kind of Mario Baba film who's yeah. who most of you are used to doing horror films. The horror films, yeah. And he did do this kind of One weird sci-fi, sci-fi film. Yeah. Um, the original, uh, they're still talking M&M's. Jesus. Always about food. <laughs> oh, Max says always about food. Uh, it never fails every night for a Hours, we'll, we'll, we'll start the live streams for the old-time radio shows. Mm-hmm. and um, Everybody's munching on Ed's, something. Ed's a fantastic cook, man. That house must smell fantastic. But um, it just goes from there. We start talking. It's, it's not all Ed. Everybody starts talking about food. And the next thing I know, it's midnight, and I want to hit the fridge. Makes you wish there was not a White good. Castle in the neighborhood still. A White Castle, yes. Yeah, still going. But I Anybody got it. a I White Castle near them? Ours is gone. Been T- gone. T.S. Nuts. Okay. Coming in right in the M&M talk. Uh, Brian Kirkham. Okay, so out of 10 points scale, where do you rate Forbidden Planet? Out of 10 points. Out of 10 for oh, me? Oh, well, it's, it's more above average. I'd say a 6 or 7. Yeah, I'd give it a out of a 10. I'd give it a... If 2001's a 10, you know... If to you know, this is a almost an eight out of ten for me. Okay, you know, that's eight between out of a ten. Six, six and a half. I mean, there's I a mean, lot of fantastic. great ideas. There's a lot of great effects. There, you know, like I said, there's just you know, there's Altera. I realize you know this was ten years before Star Trek, right? But that's not that long, and uh, things weren't that different. And well, a decade there's a lot happening in a decade. I mean, there was still this crap then. You see the '60s Beatles and the '70s Beatles. Come on, it's all good. How the different Beatles broke, the Beatles broke up in '70. How they different were done. they were. Well, that just goes to show, man. A what decade what is artists a long time, can do, man. And what the hell are you talking about? You know? Hey, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying how it is. You know, sometimes people don't like the truth. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. Star Trek was groundbreaking and Revol- Stop telling me some of your lies to help you stop thinking about the truth. Um, uh, did someone say food? <laughs> this was Tom. <laughs> uh, you have to remember, uh, this was in the 50s. I, I so? keep telling them, Brian, uh, this was before even the civil rights movement. So? They didn't conceive before woke. Yeah, no, I, that's, I'm trying to tell I'm them. I'm just saying, if you're making a movie that takes place in the 23rd century, yes. do you you're think look, the writers would say, okay, what are men going to be like they were, 300 years from now? Yeah, we're still going to be wanting... Well, that, Ted, in, you know, <laughs> you're thinking now. You're not thinking in the frame of mind of 1956. I don't care what you're... You, you, 
You're thinking ahead. 300 years. What would life be like in 300 years? Ted, they were, were still going to be named you know, Jerry and Steve. And I remember movies saying... English is still the we, same. We'd be in flying cars in the 80s. We're not. Oh, who would have thought that? We're driving or we're flying to the moon in rockets and stuff like that. On has a daily nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Has they, a, they had to think 300 years in the future, men are just going to act exactly as they do now. The men of the 23rd century well, let act me ask as the you, men what in the you, 1950s. Do we even want to go there? What do you think? This is 2021. Yeah. If we think 300 years in the future, what are we think? What, what, what would be different? I know what I would like to be different. Me too. But... Well, you know what? Let's not even get into that because we'll it's, be a different, a one world it's a government. different day and age. We'll have been visited by extraterrestrials. We won't be separated by countries. It'll be like John Lennon's Imagine. That's what it'll be in 300 years. Well, see, years. You're, you're thinking... See, you know that's what needs to happen. Aliens need to come beyond, to this motherfucking planet. They sure do. And then everybody will yeah. come together and will be Earthlings. Yes. Not, you know, just separated by different countries. <laughs> That's what we need, and then we'll start focusing on getting the hell out there, and and because this rock ain't gonna last forever. Uh, I, I agree. That's what's gonna happen in three hundred. But years. anyways, let, see, that's know, where I'm putting myself. Three hundred years. I, I'm even though we'll probably just be a bunch of babbling barbarians. To get back, Brian, like you were crap saying on YouTube, like you were saying. <laughs> oh jeez. You got to think in the frame. Of the mind of the people back in 1950. I'm thinking of the and, frame of mind. And were they sitting around with their scotches? And these movies, cigarettes, yeah, and yes, these <laughs> these movies are time capsules of history. It was supposed to be a time capsule of the 23rd century. Let's take, in 2001. Is there anything in there that like you? Can, I'll take away the year. Take away the year. That could be any year. Just because they used an arbitrary year like 2001 doesn't mean anything. They don't even mention the year 2001 in the movie. It could, it's just an arbitrary year. But don't you think a lot of these sci-fi movies, whether it's the 50s or the ones in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, even and now, they, they're speaking of what they know at the time. I don't know. And they're kind of like time capsules. Star Trek wasn't. And, you know, Star Trek kind of predicted things that Other than Star Trek. Star oh, Trek started kind of Star Trek. thinking out of the box. And Gene Roddenberry was kind of a Nostradamus when it came to That's what I'm talking about. Know, See? The future. It, it was only 10 years later. Less than 10 years later. Because they started on it before 66. Yeah. And Roddenberry. I mean, just. I think he was. He was prophet. You, you know, know, he looked at this he stuff and said, no, this isn't how, you know, the human race is going to be in 300 years. And even in Star Trek, hey, there's still, there's there's still some of those of base sexist, human things yes. that we have, you know. A lot of sexism in Star Trek. There's a lot more you don't interaction between down. races and and differences in cultures where we're more accepting and well, wanting true. to include. In Star Trek, definitely. And, yeah. But... We at the same time you see a character like Kirk that still has to fight those base human emotions. Sometimes. Oh, he was a very sexist and, uh, captain. Well, I mean, but he was also very good at doing what he had to do. You know, yeah. at, at what the mission was. But you know, hey, you know, you see a sexy green woman, you see a sexy green <laughs> woman. You know, I mean, she was pretty sexy. Who, yeah. who wouldn't have? Yeah. You know, yeah. I would have holla. I mean, <laughs> There was even a sexy triple. I mean, that, that one. <laughs> you the, rub the, up on the triple. The, the, the pink one? It was so nice and soft. And just oh. Put two of them together. 
Oh, oh no. Rusher, 1977. Love Forbidden Planet. Love Star Trek. Uh, I rewatch them every so often. Oh, yeah, I'm watching them all Star the time. Star Trek's one of my favorite shows. I mean, really just the OG series. Next Gen. I have it continuously playing on the TV yeah. over in the corner. I mean, next. On a loop. I watched all of Next Generation, but man, it's just. Next Generation's fantastic. Some of it is really good. I love oh, the really ideas good. of some of the aliens, but yeah. that crew, I just. I like the techno the babble was off the chart. Picard's uh, a weenie. I like Picard. I mean, I, I'm an OG uh, guy, but oh, I know. Second is I mean, I probably, generation. Like, I probably like Deep Space Nine better than Next Generation. Yeah, but, Deep you know, Space Nine was good too because I like that but, big, long, continuous story. And yeah, yeah, you know, but. I don't know. It just it just strikes me. Kirk it, always got the gale. Well, he, well you know he's good. Uh, you know, it, but in such a short time, Spock. A, you know, there was just a big jump in in the thought. You know, like you got someone like Gene Roddenberry who, yeah, you know, like you said, a, a, a Nostradamus or just right. a little bit. Even though we find that he was kind of a sleazy dude in real life, philosophically speaking. You know, he, he was a lot more futurist and progressive thinking. I don't yeah. like to even say the word progressive. Futurist thinking. Yeah, futurist. Where would the human race be 300 years from now? And just like I said, out there exploring the universe, trying to make contact with other civilizations, bringing us all together. Um, that's what I would like to see in 300 you years. You know the one thing... But I, I think we need that first contact. That's, like in the movie. Oh, we 100%. I don't think we I would go, go out there unless they came to us. I can go on to the... And said, that. here we are. Like, I not can, for real. I can go yeah. on about that forever. I mean, when it comes down then to... Then we stop all this petty fighting. We, what, and we become a all, human race. All you need is one race. A level one civilization, as Michio Kaku would say. Yes, a level you know, one. And we can control this planet and control yes. the weather. You know, I don't know. These guys, I don't think they're controlling much anything. <laughs> No, it's it's a story. It's a story. With, and it's a good story. With deep for the fifties. Thought yes, yes. For the time good. that this came out, this is a good science fiction movie. What I hated about it, the oh, one you thing, hated something about it? Uh, just one thing, and it's it's just a very stupid thing. But um, to end the movie, I mean, you know, for Morbius to go, Commander, hit that button over there. Push that dick stick. Yeah, <laughs> push that, and, and so he goes over and hits it. Me, I'm a captain. Ted, I'm asking. What does that do? What does that do? Because <laughs> after he, he pushes, you have 24 hours to get 100 million miles away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Son of a bitch! Pick it up. We're getting the hell out of here. Bitch, come on, move. <laughs> I hate. I hated that because I'm like going. There's no. Nah, I'm. You know. Fuck it. This movie's great. <laughs> This, See, it's more fun we watch it together. This planet, man, should still be there. And it should be... <laughs> everything at their hands... Why? I don't know, man. I mean, he's dying. Shouldn't his id die with him? Why do they have to destroy the planet? <laughs> I guess because his brain was so big now, he didn't want anybody else to come to that world. Yeah. And for... <clears throat> excuse me, for this to happen again. I think that's probably the reason why. Oh, right, right. Even though he didn't come right out and say it, but uh, I think it's I think it, he's, intuitive. His thought is it's inevitable that anybody right. who comes to the planet will end up getting the monsters of the ID. Right. Well, I like when he says, we'll you, come know, out and, you, know, you know, no one gets this technology. You know, I am the final authority on it. You know, yeah. like, well, damn, look at you. Yeah, well, you're high horse. 
what did Amy say? Spaghetti and meatballs for dinner tomorrow, says <laughs> Amy. Um, oh. Sometimes there is absolutely nothing better Man. than spaghetti, meatballs, and some garlic toast. Oh, God. Some Fantastic. good, like, three or four cheese sauce, like lots of sauce. Yeah, packing on. Or if you want to make some Italian sausage, too, oh. chop that up with the meatballs. Oh, oh hell yeah. You, th- you know, that's a good that's thing good. with spaghetti, man. You could add whatever you want to it. Some Italian sausage, meat, meat you know, meatball, bacon, you know, even. There's Ooh. Some, yeah, you, you add the meats, man. Add the now, meats. Do you, do, you like, do you like chunky sauce or thin sauce? I love chunky sauce. I don't like the big chunks of tomatoes. Well, it depends. I, I like it both. I, I, sometimes I like the uh, a sweet, thinner spaghetti uh, marinara. Mm-hmm. Uh, other times I like a chunky, just put everything in the pot kind of. Uh, it's in there. My grandmother would even take and make spaghetti with, instead of like meat, she, well, duh, meat. She would use poultry, like chicken. She would put chicken. She, she would break up all the chicken and put it in there and mix it with the spaghetti. And it tasted fantastic. You know, really, you know, it's. Try it out if you haven't. Ed, there's another. It's like a stew. You Let know? me know you if put you anything tasted that, Ed. But um, the captain hooked himself up. To the machine, wouldn't he already know what the button did? Um, nah, I don't. Well, the dock hooked himself up. To did did Drebin hook himself up to it? Because the dock told him what was going down, what, what was causing this. Yeah. And then he sort of just put it all together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. The, right. The, the commander. Right? Am I right? Because I just watched this. Yeah. Yeah. The okay. commander did really quick do it too. He did. Yeah. I don't remember that. The educator you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Why don't I remember it? Yeah, yeah. I blocked it. Adam, for Christ. Yeah, you're right. See? Yay, for Forbidden Planet. Infinity Stone, what's going on? You made it at the very he end. He should have known what that You're going to have to watch it at did. the end. Um, about ready to end it in a few minutes so that I can get ready for the stream tonight. CBS Isn't it funny how you'll just Radio watch Mystery you'll forget Theater. arts that they remind you of? Yeah. Like, I, t- yeah. I totally forgot that. That's why it's always good for the chat. I just wish I could see a little bit better. Uh, we know who prefers the chunky, uh, Doug says. <laughs> um, hello, Lately Char Show, everyone. Um, yes, Dino, just depends on the mood you're in when it comes to the sauce. Exactly. Chicken bolinas. Uh, yeah, Quintus. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, but my There's grandmother. There's precedent for it. I remember, because it's a memory my grandmother would do. Just Almost like a kick chicken cacciatore kind of thing. Yeah, Almost. something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, now, do you um, like long spaghetti noodles? Or do you like like penny pasta? I like penny pasta, rigatoni. Dep- again, depends what mood you're in. I don't in. like to sit there and fucking twirl and twirl and twirl and twirl. I just want to eat. You know, just, bam, bam! I got it on my fork. I'm ready to go. Well, you take a big old bite, get everything in. There. I don't like stuff hanging out of my mouth. Well, then you. And I don't like to see people with stuff hanging. out Then you out don't of their like mouth. the spaghetti. Stuff. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I don't mind. It Who just... likes to see stuff hanging? But then I like the Chef Boyardee spaghetti because it's small and Ugh. it goes in your mouth. Ugh. Chef Boyardee's not bad. You know, he grew up. I mean, he died right here in in this area. Oh, thank. He's buried in Parma Heights. Thank the Lord. I mean, Chef what? Boyardee. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. He passed away at the nursing home that I first started my career at. Did he really? Yes. I, for- at, at I the, forgot that. Yep. Yeah. Where, Someone... I, where I met Dino's wife, and, and then we eventually became friends. That's so, where Chef Boyardee died. There you go. I Jesus. can't name the place, I don't think, because I don't work there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian Kirkham says, uh, someone from the Great Depression era making pizza, I would say. Well, you know, pizza's a... Cheap thing to make, man. Mm. Uh, fantastic. Uh, 
You know, I, I didn't just, have dinner. I was just telling. I just I, had some cheese and crackers. I, we were talking pizza last night. Pizza, pizza, pizza um, in the chat. And uh, I brought up about Napoleons in this area. The yeah, Sicilian, that, that, that deep, deep dish. dish. Oh, my God, it's fantastic. I've been going to Napoleons for most of my life, and I've never got the deep dish. <laughs> yeah. And you had the different deep dish than me. I like I like them both. You got the like, Chicago deep dish. I like dish. the Chicago one a little better. Yeah. My, mine was, uh, I like mine better, it's it's because it's a sweet sauce. It's a good pizza place, and, Napoleon's and, and Pizza like, here yeah. in Parma. I'm giving them a shout. What do I care? But anyways, um, yeah. So that's it, man. That's that's kind of the wrap up. Of yeah, the, you know. I mean, I think next week we'll do Ed Wood. Morbius dies. Yeah, he does. And they have to get off the planet lickety split, toot sweet. And uh, you know, it looks like Commander Drebin and and Altera are gonna be together forever and live happily ever after. And He's going to show her how to be a woman. There you go. Because that's what a woman needs, a man to show her how to be a woman. Whatever. (laughs) So, uh, next week, um, Ed Wood. uh, Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So good. Um, And I haven't seen it in quite some time. I do want to thank everybody. uh, Black Hall, thank you. Um, But thanks everybody, Amy. uh, Everybody who... uh, has been helping support this channel through the merch store and the super chats and the the PayPal and the member channel memberships for for sure. I mean, hit that join button down there for the channel memberships. Uh, it highlights your name and, and gives you a little badge and it's kind of cool. But um, you know, I, I appreciate everything everybody's done over these months to get us to. 30, we're close to 30, well, we're at 35 now, right? We, this channel's grown yeah. so much. But I was it's, going to do a 30K st- big stream, party stream, but... Oh, we're waiting for a special number to come But up. we're, we're <laughs> it should be coming up soon. We're Within devious. the next couple, next couple <laughs> weeks, there may be a hidden message behind what we surpass here, but... um, little inside joke. We'll definitely get to it within the next couple weeks, I think, um... It's it just a lot of stuff's been going on. Been so busy, you know. I I, I can't even tell you, you know. But you We're gonna guys, do a good show with my sister pretty soon. I got a little sister who's been on the show with us once before. Yeah, but she's got her own little character that she's created, and poor kids only got like a hundred subs on her. What's her channel name again? It's called um, She Snapped Again. Yeah, let me let me tell you. If anybody likes comedy. Ted's sister, okay, and she'll be coming on the show to do, I believe, uh, Empire of the Ants with us, I think. Right. Um, but she's got this character, sure that's what it's character Stew that she does. Stew the Exterminator. Go over. I, I would put the link in the description, but I can't do it at the moment. Um, give her a few subs. Oh, that'd be it's nice called, there, It's man. called She Snapped Again. I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to get um, to Give that. her a sub, and she'll be part of the show on and off at times. She's already been on once before uh, doing a review. Yes, she snapped again. But she's only got 100 subs, and she's... She's trying. She does... <laughs> uh, hey, the Stu character, she does some funny-ass stuff. And she's also about to finish her certification in cat behavior therapy. Cat behavior therapy. And she there was a little contest here in Northeast... I don't know if it was nationwide or not with yeah. the... Teaching your cats how to do a high five, which right, she, right. she taught her to Himalayans how to do high fives. Well, and Ed, it may be a 37K 
party, but we're waiting yeah. for a number, so it's a coming. A specific number. It's coming. As soon as it surpasses <laughs> yeah, what a, some arbitrary number we're thinking of. Yeah. And, um, oh, oh, but anyway, you know, she's yeah. now that she's vaccinated, yeah. uh, she might feel a little bit comfortable getting together with us, so um, we're hoping to do something soon. Yes, yes, yes. So, but if if you get a chance, and when she comes on, we'll definitely have the 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 channel, you know, up there, and and we'll push it so you guys can go over there and do some, you know, subbing over there. But she anyways, even jokes because I can't get a like or a sub to save my life. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny stuff. I'm not just saying it because it's Ted's sister. It's our kind of if, humor. If it was crap, I'd say it was crap too. But no, I wouldn't say that. I'm not that mean. Um, but no, she she. It started off as little like she's thirty second Snapchat videos, and yeah, then, and it evolved into there was a wig and yeah, mustache. There, there was a Snapchat filter that she did the character, in, <laughs> and then that filter disappeared, so she had to buy a wig and a mustache yeah. and glasses to do the character. Oh, it's sideburns. So, funny. <laughs> so yeah, so let me get out of here, you guys, and set yeah. up for the stream tonight. Uh, these lights are killing me. Uh, Red it does get a little bright. After yeah, the a while. roads, the, the rods and cones as signed. My rods are, and cones are all messed up. So I'm putting uh, V8 juice in my uh, cereal. I thought that was milk. <laughs> oh, Amy, there you go. There is the link. Thank you so much, Amy uh, Callahan. Oh, thank uh, you. She snapped again. That's the link for her channel. Please. She does some neat makeup tutorials in there for the ladies. They might, you know. Yeah, there's that sputtered, spattered in there, but. Stu, the, Stu. The, the comedic Stu's stuff the gold. is is the fun stuff that she does, and she does it, you know, often. She does so. the best she can. Yeah, it, no, she just put a new funny. one up. It's the first one in a while. I haven't, I haven't even watched it yet. Uh, Amy sub, thank you, Amy. Oh, thank you, uh, thank you. And, and and she'll be on, and I think she'll be in character when she comes on as Stu, right? Yes, yes, that's the idea. Okay, yeah. So yeah, she'll be she doing. Be in she'll be doing the show in between us as Stu. Yeah, I think she even wants you to shoot a little commercial. And there's going to be like a little commercial, a little promo yeah, at the beginning of the show. Yeah, so it's, I don't know if that'll be a live one or a taped one, but yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So it may uh, have to be a little bit more <laughs> not scripted, but a little bit more thought hey, out. With that's three another thing, uh, you guys, Dave, Amy, um, whoever you, you guys are fantastic in the chat, man. I, I just hope that you guys all stick around. Uh, I know there's other. There's other old-time radio channels popping up a little bit, kind of. I don't know whether it's because of what's... They don't have as pretty thumbnails as I, I don't know if it's because of what's going, you know, what I'm doing or something. But uh, I hope everybody loves this as a family, as a home. I try to make it as home-friendly uh, and, and, you know, nice of a place to be as possible. I do try to stick around as long as I can as soon as I start streaming. Um, I usually get in a couple hours that, you know, it's hard to stick around so long but i try to make it a nice place to be and i hope people don't drift off and not come there's plenty of content on the channel and hell i've got so much more to get to i mm -hmm. mean there's just my god i can't even tell you how much we more do one a to day to. you know I mean, just... yeah and, and there's a lot more stuff i do want to add and i, I want to start adding i am going to do a trivia night very soon um those are coming back i think you guys would really enjoy it and I think you guys joining in, it would be fun, you know. Um, it might be tougher with a lot of people chiming in for, you know, who comes in first. Right. But um, I, I am going to bring that back. You have to have a scorekeeper. Dave Plouffe, uh, he, he gave me, um, I think, 30 
psycho questions. I think it was 30. I can't remember now. Okay. But, but psycho's ready to go. I, I've got that ready to go. So I am going to do that. But let, let me get out of here. Let me get out of here. Uh, love you all. Uh, you guys are the best. Uh, I, I can't believe this little family that's grown here together. But anyways, um, let me get out of here and get set up, okay? And, and we will see you guys next, next week. week. And I will see you sooner than that. I'm going to have more content coming up soon. You see them every day. Uh, I see you guys every day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, 